Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Mara. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio. Unfortunately, Bob is not going to be joining us today. He's on vacation. And I didn't find that out until yesterday. So I feel, amazing as it may sound to some of you, a little bit like I'm floating here alone. I miss having Bob. So uh, we won't have our interaction, and I'm going to try to talk at least meaningfully for the entire time, which may mean that we'll have a little bit music and a, a more music than normal and perhaps a little longer uh, meditation at the end. But I will do my very, very best. Today's topic is everyone has dark thoughts and we will get to that in a little while and perhaps talk a bit, hopefully talk a bit about the effect that such thoughts have on ourselves and the lack of love they show ourselves. The call-in line is open. It is 646-595-3584. Please join me today and help lift the burden of talking for an hour, or perhaps the joy. When it's finished, it will be a joy, but right now it looks pretty ominous. Pardon me. I would like to uh, ask all of you who are listening to please rate the show. I do recognize there may be some confusion, and no one may be listening, because although we had set the talk time to begin at 9 a.m. Apparently, for the first time in my life, uh, the program was continued due to daylight savings time. So it was changed to 10 a.m. So some of you may be coming later to find us. But we're I'm here now and we're doing it. And um, we're going to see what we can do. And those of you who are on the line, who are listening, please please rate our show. Um, It doesn't matter to us if you rate it as a one. It will give us something to aspire to, to be more. But it does help us to be recognized by the powers that be at Blog Talk Radio. Ideally, it will get our show up on the feature page someday. It will help other people who may not come into the spirituality category know that we are here and that we are offering a message of self-love. We are part of a revolution of love that is circling the planet at this moment. So please, please rate the show, give us comments, tell us what we can do to improve, and thank you so much for joining us. Just thank you. Those of you who are interested in the meditation series, that is going to be a little bit flexible. We're going to do tomorrow morning rather than Tuesday morning. And then we will do Thursday morning, so tomorrow morning. And the reason I'm asking for such flexibility is because my new job is in a very remote area where for some reason my cell phone breaks down. And on Tuesday last week, I was in and out, in and out, It would, and I had to keep calling back in. And I don't know, but what do you think? For meditation, that's a little bit confusing. So we'll do it from my home here tomorrow morning before I leave for the week. I'll be back on Thursday or Wednesday evening, and we'll do it Thursday morning from my home again. And that's at 6 o'clock in the morning. It's uh, a guided meditation. It comes from the book I wrote, Uniquely Created, Divinely Inspired You. It's a book about loving yourself. It's not a book I wrote alone. It's one I wrote in collaboration with love, with the universe, with God, with Yahweh, with Allah, with the Great Spirit. It's a book that basically affirms all of the very heavy reading that we can do in our lives and brings it down to 26 simple precepts about how important you are that you are exactly whom you are expected to be and that every mistake you've made in life has given other people a chance to step up to the plate and be their higher selves. You've been their teacher during those times and you have also been their student because it's a very circular thing because they've shown you how we act in love one to the other. The book, however, I'm not piping it here so that you run, shout, and buy a copy. Hopefully that would be nice. It would help me pay for the artwork. But really, I'm asking you to let me know 
If you would like a copy of the book that you can use on your own, you can get that by going to mkwlawfirm at aol.com, sending me an email. It's in the header here of the profile page. And in so doing, please put Uniquely Me, and I will recognize that immediately, and the book will be off to you faster than the speed of light. Isn't this entire Internet thing wonderful? It, it truly is. And in fact, I ran across something from Yogananda this morning when I was looking for um, a, a passage to share with you, and it talked about our, our unification in energy, our, our combination as pure, pure energy. And the Internet is making that so possible. My goal is to spend my life at some point uh, when I'm financially secure just reminding people how valuable they are to God and that no matter what has happened in their life, they are special, they are exactly who they need to be, and they are now prepared to take the next step in love. In saying that, I'm not saying that somebody needs to go to church. They don't need to have my book. I think the book is kind of nice because it reminds people simply, day by day. And it's free. It's free. Just send me an email and I'll send it to you. You can print it up at home or leave it on your computer and look at it. It's 26 simple passages that remind you of how special you are to love. I try very hard to talk about God, known by many, many names. I find it interesting that no matter what path people follow, no matter what name they put on God, they come to the same place. We all are headed to the same place. So I'm not here to proselytize and encourage you to do anything other than love your neighbors as you would love yourself. And to look at who you yourself are and how you would feel if you were in the circumstance the person was in. In that regard, I had a really interesting thing happen yesterday in the two young missionaries for the Church of Latter-day Saints ended up on my porch and we're talking, you know, and I'm, I've am i tried organized religion, many organized religions, and I just have come to realize that I just want to focus all of my energy, all of my worship on love. And so we're chit-chatting, and I feel so bad because I'm not, I'm not responding openly. Well, that's not true. I probably was open, but I wasn't. I wasn't responding like, oh, yeah, let me come to your meeting. And uh, then I, and I finally said, gee, you know what, guys, I'm really sorry that I'm, I'm not embracing what you're saying here, and I really respect what you're doing. I'm so appreciative. And one of those young kids, and all this, now it sounds like self-aggrandizing, forgive me, he says, no, he says, you're an angel. My gosh, he says, people shout at us, they scream at us, they are so rude to us. Oh, what lessons in love those young men are teaching others. It's very disarming when you are shouting for someone to respond back in love to not embrace the negativity of your emotion. Now, before we get to our topic, which is really about the negativity in our emotions, the negative thoughts that we have, let's join ourselves together and do a breathing exercise. And let's take three deep breaths. I'm sorry, I do not have Bob's quote uh, Bob and I are actually physically in two different places he's in Texas and uh, had I known <laughs> I would have filled in that gap but I can't so we're going to have to just breathe together just breathing together today and as we do that we're going to pull very deep 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 breaths up through, acting as though they're coming through our feet we're going to pull them up through the front of our body, pulling the air up, 
pulling it up. Feel the beginning of the fronts of your calves starting to sparkle with the wonder of having proper oxygenation. Keep pulling the air in, pulling it in, pulling it in. Feel it line up your chakras, your divining rod, your spine. Feel that energy as you pull the air forward, up, 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 up. Feel the top of your head exploding with energy as you open your crown chakra. And now blow that air out. repeat the process. And for those who do not feel comfortable saying, um, please say amen. Please say whatever word unifies you with the universe. Pulling the air through your feet up the front of your calves. Feel the energy, the power of your breath, the unification of it as it takes you to that place where you are one with love. Pull the energy in, pull the air in, keep pulling, keep pulling, pull air in, pull it in through your nose, and now feel your crown chakra glistening with the glory of your union with the one, the all that is, the eternal, the eternal mystery. And now blow the air out. Once again, let's pull a deep breath in. There's a magic in the number three. Let's pull the energy in through our feet, pulling it up, up again through the front of your body, lining up your chakras, your divining rod, getting it straight, your antenna to connect with the universe, with all that is. Feel the wondrous light of the universe merging with you through your crown chakra. As you breathe out, it's going to help you drive down all the negative energy that you've carried with you all week. All the negative energy you've collected from your body, you're going to drive it out as you breathe out through your mouth and you're going to drive it back into the earth from whence you came. You're divine creatures, my friends. You are divinely alert, but you are in human form and the human form is driven by fear and we are going to replace that fear with love. But in order to do that, we have to drive out the negative thoughts you have about yourself and others. So let's send them back into the earth from whence they came, breathing out, I took a breath there. I'm sorry. Breathing out. And now let us join together and say aloud, I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. And now keeping that thought in mind, breathing, 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 I'm going to play some of Mars Lassar Untouchable for you.
I am enough. I am enough. I am loved. I am loved. I am I am enough. I am loved. Those words are your saving words, my friends. We're going to join our hands reaching to the left and reaching to the right, encircling the planet with love. We are welcoming those who are here now and those who will come. Before we commence our meditation message, let's listen to Yogananda who says, Thoughts can sometimes be more effective than words. The human mind is the most powerful broadcasting machine there is. If you constantly broadcast positive thoughts with love, those thoughts will have an effect on others. Similarly, if you broadcast jealousy or hatred, others receive those thoughts and respond accordingly. Ask God to put his power behind your efforts. If, for instance, it is the husband, I'm going to skip that part. If your communion with God is deep, you will see love triumph. So let us now Recognize our broadcasting instinct. Let us recognize that we have power to broadcast love, and now we're joining together to do so. Feel the power of each of those who are listening now coursing through your hands, coming around full circle, circling the planet in love. And now let us send Loving thoughts to all. It is such an easy process to send love to our friends. It's an easy thing to send love to those who are lovable. But let's send loving thoughts to those right now who are in time of crisis, who are sending conflicting messages to us. 
for some reason, I'm thinking, let's send loving thoughts to Britney Spears. Let's right now imagine all of us right now sending her loving divine wisdom that she make life choices that are right for her. Let's not send her love that's conditioned on how we think she should make choices, but instead loving choices that serve her. Let's send her love. Let's send Prince Charles some love right now. Let's send President Bush some love. May his dancing feet really take energy. Let's send all of the political candidates love so that they soften their approach and realize we want to hear their ideas about how they plan to govern. Let's send Hillary Clinton love. Let's send Barack Obama love. Let's pray that Barack Obama not ever again feel it necessary to tell us he's not Muslim, because who cares? Who cares, my friend? We should not care. That's not love. The Islamic faith is a very loving profession of faith, a very loving profession of faith. There should never, ever, be any need to stand aloud and say, I am not Muslim. Let's send to John McCain peace and loving thoughts. Let's embrace our planet in all those places of discord, of fear. Let's rain down love like manna from heaven. Not delusional love coming from some sort of mushroom theory, but love coming from the energy and the power within each one of us to unite our spirits together in the name of love. And then let us carry that feeling with us as we move through our day, remembering to soften our eyes to those around us to soften and open our hearts and remember that others are part of us. And to ask ourselves that now famous question, how would I want to be treated if I was that person? In the infamous words of Archie Bunker, let's stifle ourselves if we feel like treating someone negatively but instead embrace them in love. We don't have to embrace their ideas to embrace the person. Let's take three deep breaths together again silently, please. Let's feel our heart chakra exploding, thrusting back our shoulders and sending love from our heart chakras. Let's unite the planet in a beautiful, beautiful cloak of green love. like you to repeat after me a Georgian chant that is so good for keeping one centered and focused and it is and all will be well and all will be well and all manner of things will be well it's a wonderful cleansing mantra during those times when the world seems too much or too strong so let's join together our hearts and minds and let's say three times and all will be well, and all will be well, and all manner of things will be well. And all will be well, and all will be well, and all manner of things will be well. And all will be well, and all will be well, and all manner of things will be well. 
Namaste, my friends. What a beautiful day we're having here in California. It's a spring day, uh, kind of an unexpected um, blessing for me. I don't know why. I somehow lost sight of the idea that spring was coming. And then suddenly when I came onto my porch yesterday, I was just blessed with all these beautiful blossoms, just beautiful. And spring is so wonderful because it reminds me that just as nature gets a chance to start over again in all its glory and wonder, so do we. We get exactly the same opportunity to start any minute over. And so in talking about dark thoughts, I think where we should begin is with the idea that there are no dark thoughts, none, that contain and control you. None. None at all. If someone deeply hurts you, remember it. But instead of concentrating on that, you should think of all the good things about the person who has hurt you and all of the goodness that you have in your life. Don't take notice of the insults that people give you. Wow. That's from Yogananda, and today everything will be from Yogananda. And yet, what a difficult, difficult thing not to be hurt not to cling to pain, not to allow the dark moments to triumph. I really would appreciate having callers this morning, if you can, at 646-595-3584. How do we handle the dark moments, the dark thoughts? The topic actually came to me in the normal way from our guides, but a little bit different because I've had an interesting week. And I'm really going to give this kind of a very human component. I have spent uh, one day this week dealing with an employee for one of my clients who tends to say thoughts that are very prejudiced. Now, everyone tells me that she's not prejudiced and that she simply, simply says these things, but that she doesn't act on them. My friends, that's not being, that's not not being prejudiced. What that is, is says you're not for the most part discriminating. But having negative thoughts about a group of people and believing that everyone general in that group generally has these negative characteristics is a prejudgment. It's life. Everyone has them. What's really important is that you take stock of your thoughts about other people, that you figure out what groups of people do you find yourself reacting to without thought. It is so simple and so smooth, you don't give any thought to it. You know exactly how to be. You know exactly who they're going to be. And know that those are prejudices, whether they are about people in your own race or people in other races or ethnic groups. Those are prejudices. They make life simpler because they help us prepare for the next moment and think we know what's going to come. And it's that very quality of thinking that you know what's going to come that is part of what we are attacking in our revolution We are inviting each and every one of you and challenging ourselves to come forth in love no matter what the moment brings. No matter what the moment brings to come forth in love. So if someone acts differently than we expect them to act, we come forth in love. If they act less than we expect them to act, we come forth in love. If they act more than we expect them to do or act, we come forth in love. 
We embrace a person's right to be who they are, but we do not have to embrace their negative conduct or comments toward other people. So how do we deal with that? Well, first of all, I think that we get a lot further in life by not belittling a person. I don't think that we can embrace the idea that they had a bad day, but we certainly can embrace the idea that they may not repeat that thought or that comment. So that means perhaps their day was a normal day, their prejudices reared their head through words, they caused pain to someone, and they regret that they won't do it again. But what do we do, folks, when we come head-to-head with someone who doesn't regret it, who doesn't believe their thoughts are prejudiced, but instead believe their thoughts are just their opinions? My friends, opinions are prejudices. They're prejudged thoughts about what something is, why something is, how something is. They can be based on fact or they can be based on experience, but they are prejudgments. That's what opinions are, a collaboration of a bunch of prejudgments into a concept about who other people are. Whether it's people should only speak English, we're a melting pot country for heaven's sakes. There's very little foundation in that, and it certainly shows the us and them kind of thinking, the boxed-up kind of thinking that inhibits our loving one another equally. So what about dark thoughts? Uh, You know, probably everyone has them. I love what Yogananda says here. Have only love in your heart for others. The more you see the good in them, the more you will establish good in yourself. Ah, the more you see good in them, the more you will establish good in yourself. Hold the consciousness of good. The way to make people good is to see the good in them. Do not nag them. Remain calm, serene, always in command of yourself. You will then find out how easy it is to get along. I think that the challenge that we face in today's world is there are many dark thoughts being propagated as politically correct. And we as loving creatures now are faced with human beings whom we want to show love, who are expressing or espousing negative thoughts that we cannot embrace. So what do we do? Well, I guess maybe the time has come that we practice positive rejection. My gosh. What in the world can be positive rejection? Let me tell you, I'm not always good at it. There's times when I get very strong and I just call it like I see it. Like I am just absolutely right. And there are probably times like that for you too. But most of those times I see that I close the door on the topic. It's done. I've made clear there's nothing more I want to hear. So there can be no discussion. There can be no movement. And there certainly was not positive rejection. It was more my way or the highway kind of thinking. So what do we do there? What is positive rejection? My friends, I suggest to you that positive rejection is inviting discussion. So when someone says something to you that you are just absolutely aghast at, 
aghast that someone would even think this, let alone say it. And you're in a circumstance where it's not your job, like it was my job this week. Talk with them about it. How did you come to believe this? Where Where is it that, that you decided that this is the right way to be? Gee, my experience has been very different. Have, have you thought about the idea that? Ah, positive rejection. Now you're starting to introduce some different thoughts. And if the person starts bristling... Oh my gosh, you're going to tell me how to think and feel? You go, oh no, oh no. You have a right to your feelings, but hey, I have feelings too. I think things too. Have you thought about this? Now that in itself may challenge the person and may cause them once again to bristle. But bristling is okay as long as you're not losing hold of that spot of peace inside of you so that you are listening there's just no way i mean i'm always amazed when people kill people i'm just in awe of that to me that's the ultimate disrespect of yourself and of others you've completely eliminated all other choices Positive rejection, the idea of thinking about other options, engaging someone in discussion, not embracing negative conduct. So being a soldier of love, an emissary of love, is not a weak position. It's not one where you walk around and say, oh, okay, that's fine, peace, peace and walk away and become uninvolved, that's the is it the Genovese defense. I didn't see anything and I don't want to be involved. Folks, you need to become involved. And you have to face the challenge of becoming involved in love. There will come times, many times, when you don't succeed. And that's okay. Pull yourself up and start over. That is the glory of life is you get another chance. You get to keep trying. Concentrate, according to Yogananda, on trying to behold God in your enemy. For by doing so, you release yourself from evil, vengeful desires that destroy your peace of mind. By heaping hatred upon hatred or giving hate in return for hate, you not only increase your enemy's hostility toward you, you poison your system physically as emotionally with your venom. Think about those times when you've given in to the negative emotion. I can describe it for myself. I feel shaky inside. My face gets red. I am angry. And I want to give in to the most vengeful, fearful human traits that are part of me. And I, like most of you, in about two minutes, as soon as I've done it, say, oh, no, what have I done? Those words are echoing the planet forever. Why did I say those things? Why did I allow that to bother me? So positive rejection has a couple of components. One is in those most extreme times when you're around someone who is espousing non-loving, non-caring, non-sensitive conduct, then you engage. But instead of engaging in anger and having your body get full of vituperative kind of anger where you're just ready to choke the person, 
you engage in discussion and alternatives. You don't get angry. And when you've said all you can say and you've said it one time, you leave that soul to walk his or her own path being a model of love. You are now the model of love as you walk away. You haven't stood for something that is anti-love. But you also have not engaged in anti-love conduct. You've recognized your connection with that person as part of the whole. And you've been the teacher. And then there's those other times when you come upon someone and they are saying something that you just don't want to hear. It's not that it's really earth-changing. It's not that it's really anything other than it's just different than the way you remember things. That's probably the safest one. You just don't have exactly that same recollection as they have of an event or a moment. My friends, just let it go. Who cares? It's done. It doesn't matter if your memory is correct or their memory is correct because it's done. It's over. And what matters is who you are right now. What matters is you in the moment. And even if their memory of it is true, and even if their memory of it, perhaps misguided, is about you being misguided, it's okay. Because that's not who you are right now anymore. Forgive yourself your mistakes. Forgive them their mistakes. Let it go. Just reject the desire to become engaged in that. So have criteria of engagement. Engage when it matters and is going to affect the world. Then engage in discussion. Engage through loving words. And if the situation starts to turn from love, do your very best to avoid that. And if you don't, forgive yourself and move forward, but move past. Remembering that every time we allow negative thoughts to embrace our actions and our deeds, every single time we are modeling that it is impossible to truly be at peace. Therefore, there is no reason to give love a chance. It can't work. I hear that all the time. People look at me as though I am truly naive. How can love work? I suggest it can. One step at a time, one moment at a time, as we work to control the negative energy that permeates our planet. There's a quote from Yogananda that talks about that negative energy. And and I want to share that quote with you. And, And I want us to think about it sentence by sentence for a moment here. Because these are probably, in this quote, the darkest thoughts we have as humans. Whenever you are jealous, you are in collusion with the cosmic delusion of Satan. Satan, he also calls Maya, or Maya, excuse me, Maya, the grand illusion that somehow we are separate from God. So let's hear it again. Whenever you are jealous, you are in collusion with the cosmic delusion of Satan. Whenever you are angry, Satan is guiding you. Ooh. That might explain why we're so out of peace in our body. Our faces get red. We start shaking. 
any time the voice of jealousy, fear, or anger speaks, remember that it is not your voice and command that it be gone. This is not who I am. Say to yourself, this is not who I am. I recently found myself in a situation exactly like that. I was I was very, very distressed because I had gone to pick up my drugs, which are already ridiculously expensive, and found out and I don't fortunately I don't use a lot of daily supplements like people do, but I happen to have a thyroid condition and I happen to be an insulin dependent diabetic. I've uh have um and I happen to be a woman and we have to take these pills. So all of these things I go in and they proceed to basically double the cost of my prescriptions. And although my insurance was pretty good, it wasn't that good. I was like, whoa, what's going on? And I found myself losing my peace. Think about it, folks. You've got moments like that too. I'm losing my peace. And I'm saying the same thing over. And finally I looked at this man and looked at his face as he was talking to me. And I thought, and I said aloud, let me come back. This isn't who I am. I'm clearly upset. Let me put this aside for now. This is not who I am. It's okay, my friends, to turn and walk away. This is not who you are. Thought be gone. It is okay to stop mid-rant and say, whoa, What's going on here? I'm not doing this. So anytime the voice of jealousy, fear, or anger speaks, remember that it is not your voice and command that it be gone. But you will not be able to expel that evil no matter how hard you try so long as you give that negative feeling a safe harbor in your mind. Wow. So this means really, when we're talking about dark thoughts, we're not just talking about the moment here, folks. We're talking about a cleansing, not a focusing, not a going through and saying, oh, I've got this dark thought and I've got that dark thought. It's talking about when the dark thought surfaces up, it kind of comes to the top and it's ready to be expelled through your mouth or through your deed. You say, wait a minute, let me rethink this thought. And you know what? In the beginning, when that first started happening with me, I I wasn't quite sure about it because it meant letting go of some really treasured prejudiced opinions I had held for a long time. But then as time passed, it was just easier to fall into the loving arms of God, of love. Eradicate jealousy, fear, and anger from within so that every time an evil impulse tells you to hate and to hurt, another stronger voice within tells you to love and to forgive. Listen to that voice. Most of what we talk about, my friends, is already done. It's already done. You're not going to change it. And when I realized that, it was so much easier to just forgive and let it go. I love this one from Yogananda, and I'm going to use it to carry us into the meditation. We're going to hear Om Shante today, and I'm sorry, let me tell you who that's by. Oh, I know it's here. 
We played part of it. It's one of the beautiful pieces that I picked up when I was in Santa Fe. It's Terry Oldfield, O-L-D-F-I-E-L-D. I really encourage you listening to his music and considering it. We're going to go off. Uh, we're going to close with these words from Yogananda. Move into the Om Shante meditation. <coughs> And when you find your thoughts moving away from you, because this is your time, your appointed time with God, when you find your thoughts moving away, remember, I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. This is your time with God. Whatever you give out will come back to you. Hate, and you will receive hate in return. When you feel yourself with inharmonious thoughts and emotions, you are destroying yourself. Why hate or be angry with anyone? Love your enemies. Why stew in the heat of anger? If you become riled, get over it at once. Take a walk, count to 10 or 15, or divert your mind to something pleasant. Let go of the desire to retaliate. When you are angry, your brain is overheated, your heart is having valve trouble, your whole being is being devitalized. Exude peace and goodness because there is that is the nature of the image of God within you, your true nature. Let me say that again. Exude peace and goodness because that is the nature of the image of God within you, your true nature, then no one can disturb you. Find that peaceful spot, my friends, in the midst of chaos and cling to it. Not with desperation, but with a sense of right, this is your place. You are meant to be love. Now do it. Namaste, my friends. Terry Oldfield with Om Shante will conclude. May peace enfold you. I look forward to talking to some of you tomorrow morning. Peace be with you now and always.
I am love. I am I am I am love. I am love. I am love. Namaste, my friends. Have a lovely week. Until next week, peace be with you.